This is Radio Free Cybertron with your host, Brian Kilby, featuring Chris, Don, Rob, Diecast, John, and Melvar. This is Radio Free Cybertron, episode 736. I am Brian Kilby. Uh, with me this week, we have in reverse screen order, John DeLuna. John, how's it going? Yo, it's going good. Sweet. Rob, who's away from his microphone, or muted. Hmm. Or both. It's Who going good. I, I'll speak for Rob. <laughs> you cut out. I didn't hear you call my name. Oh, well. Hey, Rob, how's it going? <laughs> Uh, apparently my internet's a little bit wonky tonight, but otherwise not you, bad. You sound great though. It's not like when you're uploading the video a couple weeks ago. You okay, sound, good. You sound fine. Good. Glad to hear that. Uh, Chris? Jay must be downloading something then. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> uh, Don? Hello. Don, are you married yet? Mm, not yet. Are you in the October. house yet? Not yet. It's a, it's a work in progress. Okay. Well, that's good. Keep us keep us updated. If anything changes, you'll be the second to know. Sweet. Aw. Appreciate that. Matt. Hello. And Diecast. Hey. Hey. Hey, speaking of. Hey, do you guys know that uh G.I. <laughs> Joe Origins Snake Eyes comes out this week? I did not I mm. seriously, genuinely did not know that until yesterday when I saw somebody mention it on Twitter. I Same. completely lost track. <laughs> It just does. Like, I don't think I've seen a commercial for it. I don't watch TV, so I have like, I'm even talking about it. web-based. Same. Oh, okay. Well, I have ad blockers, so I didn't oh. see a commercial for it. Yeah. <laughs> I saw the preview the, uh, in both movies I went to this, this year. I didn't. So. I haven't gone to a movie since 2018. You're not missing out. They had out. the uh, stop-motion PSA uh, promo for that movie that went kind of... I mean, I would I would like to say it went viral. It didn't really go viral. I but it was, watched uh, it with, with mute on. I didn't. I didn't actually watch what? it. You need to watch it, Brian. It, I was during, it was during work, and I never went back. It is super funny. Okay. It deserved better than like two thousand likes on Twitter that it got uh, yeah. <laughs> for however for like the thirty grand it cost to make. That stuff is oh, expensive. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my uh, former company used to do a lot of, uh, what was the six-second video thing? Vine? Vine. They yeah. had, they had like, a team of people who made Vines. Those people no longer okay. have jobs. Well, no. <laughs> but sure it was good while it lasted. Like TikTok? I don't know. I, but, it was, you know, they were, they were outsourced. I'm certain they still have jobs, but, you know, yeah. they're not making Vine videos. Uh, uh, for the record, real quick, I went to uh, Black Widow in a theater me too. And they As did, did have they had the Snake Eyes trailer and the Shang Chi trailer. Mine had Shang Chi, but not Snake Eyes. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember. I don't remember if mine had the Snake Eyes trailer it, or not. And it wasn't the good Shang Chi trailer. It was the boring. Correct. One. It yeah. was the bad one. It was the first one. Like the other one is Dynamite. That one, not so much. Yeah, the latest one is actually an MCU trailer. The first you know, one is terrible. It occurs to me back in. 2009 or maybe very early 2010 we were going to do an rfc commentary for gi joe rise of cobra we never did it because we had technical difficulties getting everybody synced up or whatever yeah. i think it was jd holding us back uh and we ended up doing transformers the movie instead we should do a trans uh, a gi joe rise of cobra commentary to coincide with the movie we, we haven't done that in one of those in years that would be great 
I would have to watch that movie then, though. Yes, you would. That's part of <laughs> but as a group, it'd be, it'd be fun. Can, can't we just do Retaliation instead? Because I enjoy that one. See, the thing is, like, what it is. I, I like Rise of Cobra. I don't like it as a G.I. Joe thing, but I think it's a perfectly good, like, dumb summer action movie. I have never been able to make it through it. I oh, yeah, the Transformers theater, isn't allowed to be a dumb summer action movie. Yeah, well, uh, what, what we well, can, he you goes know, and watches those too. So, <laughs> well, you can always watch just the opening credits of the GI Joe animated movie over and over again for about I an do. hour and talk and talk I about would, that. I would do that. I oh, am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, actually, okay. Speaking of uh, speaking of like debuts this week, uh, there are two animated debuts. Um, GI Joe, not GI Joe. <laughs> there's no GI Joe. <laughs> uh, Masters the uh, the Universe Revelations uh, debuts on Friday. And it's all the review for it is at uh, tfradio.net. Uh, if you're subscribed to the podcast, and you should be, it is in your feed right now. Um, I liked it. Not going to spoil. I liked it, but didn't love it. So it's worth your time. But if you tire of it and stop wa- and, and trail off, I wouldn't blame you. The toys sold pretty well, I think. Have they? Unless they were just. Very limited. Like my target still has those skeletors sitting there. If I'm, if I remember right, that's the only thing I've seen so far. Yeah, I haven't seen them at all, and I've been to a couple targets. I saw the I saw a half a half PDQ of those last week for the first time, and it was it was full with all four figures. And when I went by again today, it was a couple of He Man's, a couple of a couple of Skeletors, and everything else was gone. And that's that, about that sounds a week. like Origins. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought, I thought you meant movie. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. We are we are talking about revelations. I'm just saying that sounds like origins because all you can find are He-Man and Skeletor. So that 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 jives with other He-Man and the Masters of the Universe toy lines. So in a way, it's a success. Even with the Mega Constructs right now, all I can find is the Skeletor and Panther all over the place pack thing, and the He-Man and Beastman two pack, which for some reason came back. Yeah, hmm. I, I, I bought clearance not the first time. I remember when, it, when I I bought it the last time. I'm like, don't I already have this? I don't know. I'm gonna get it, and that's why I have seven evil ends. I did see one Walmart with the Mega Constructs, um, the Roton set that has uh, Battle Armor, He Man, Panther, and Merman in it, marked down to like fourteen dollars. That's a good mm-hmm. set. Yeah, yeah, that's and yeah, three of uh, unique ish minifigures in that set. Well, if you count. Battle Cat, the minifigure, and the building kit at that size for 14 bucks is pretty decent. Yeah, that Roton is actually a really good build, too. And yeah. that's the only place to get Merman so far, too. And uh, so, meanwhile, on uh, Radio Free Masters of the Universe well, Mega Construct. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, speaking of <laughs> that, uh, Big Bad Toy Store put the advent calendar up for pre order. Uh, well, yeah, so Entertainment Earth also put the advent calendar up for pre-order, and then literally about 35 minutes later, um, relabeled it as canceled. But that wasn't yesterday, right? That was weeks ago. That was yesterday. Oh, well, crap. Okay. <laughs> well, so uh, I was talking about, I was, uh, so as I was sitting in my car in a parking lot eating Jack in the Box while I was out yesterday, I was hanging out on our Discord for entertainment, and we were talking about that. slash Discord. Thank you. I should have done that myself. Uh, basically, the theory that we settled on with this was that the pre-order pages for that advent calendar were pre-scheduled to go up at a certain time. Uh, 
between the point when Mattel solicited that and that pre-order time coming up, they canceled it. And then some of the stores like Entertainment Earth and I guess Big Bad Toy Store uh, failed to remove it from their scheduling system. And then, oops, Mattel rep yeah. has to send out frantic emails. Yeah. <laughs> totally believable. Um, also, another debut this week. I actually know it's next week, but um, th- I can post the review of Kingdom. Transformers Kingdom, the third in the series of uh, the War for Cybertron trilogy. Uh, the, if you're listening to the podcast version of this, it will be, it should be the podcast immediately preceding this one in your feed. Uh, but if you're watching this somewhere else, like our Roku channel, tfradio.net slash Roku or somewhere else, YouTube, um, as of 12 a.m. Eastern time on July 22nd, it should be there. And did you review it already? That, well, it's not tomorrow yet. So, <laughs> but you have it pre recorded for that. So, I was going to go there actually. Uh, no spoilers. I am having a hard time coming up, have, getting the middle and emotional juju to, uh, to pull that review together. Been there. Yeah. What a glowing yeah. recommendation. Yeah. So I wanted to see that and like that's good. I was going to say I wanted to see it. They they sent me a thing saying I was going to get the review copy and then just never got the review copy. Oh, so <laughs> yeah. So because I was really looking forward to reviewing it. Yeah. So the review will be up uh, in about eh, three hours. So we got to have to finish the show in like two hours. <laughs> so. I mean, like, we, we do tend to aim for, like, the actual show to be under two hours, so... Yeah. We, we uh, should be fine. Um, You know, I don't think Hasbro would, or, and Netflix would mind if I say this. It is the best of the trilogy. Okay. That's good. <sighs> yeah. And that means That's, I'll really like yeah. it, because I, you know... I mean, they weren't... The first two weren't great, but they're they're okay. Yeah. I enjoy the intentionally vague ambiguity of how you <laughs> created it. Statement. find out in about three hours <laughs> so we'll see how that goes okay uh that's pretty much it uh sean in the chat i want radio free web world i don't know how that started but i love it so okay tfradio.net slash discord okay let's jump to the news we have uh three-ish items to talk about um i don't really know what to think about this one kind of hurts my heart and i kind of like it at the same time at least half of it so Walmart Collector Con is what? Is that next oh, no. week? When is it? No, that's Friday. Oh, crap. I have to be paying attention Friday. Okay. No, you don't. It's just red. I'm and other it. stuff that you'll pre-order <laughs> and never get fulfilled anyway. Yeah, I'm buying That you'll find mm-hmm. in stores long before pre-orders. That's true. That's true. Exactly. So yeah. there are going to be two Transformers. They are red, though. And... <laughs> there might be more than that. This is just what IGN got the preview today. Oh God! They so, are R E D M Cipher D period D period M Cipher. Uh, had the best comment about that on Twitter, and I need to pull it up. Uh, oh gosh, I retweeted it, and I giggled, I cackled when I read it. Uh, real quick. I, okay, he said, "I guess red stands for redundant, eventually dis- discounted." I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, I think so. I'm I'm still waiting for that discounted part. To that's hit. true. That's true. I, w- I would just say redundant, eventually discontinued. That's yeah, that seems more accurate. Yeah. 
Yeah, so, uh, okay, two items. I'll, I'll do the most boring one first. God, which is the most boring? I'm going to say the <laughs> new one, the completely new one is the most boring. Uh, it is uh, Optimus Primal, and it looks fine. I just, I don't need it, but I do need it. I will say, out of any Optimus Primal we've had that I can think of, except for the Masterpiece, for obvious reasons, the head sculpt on this is probably the closest likeness to what he looked like in the show. And, you know, that's, that has value. Oh, to it. Obviously, yeah. the Masterpiece is probably going to be a little bit more accurate than this. But, you know, this is a good representation on that basis. Uh, but that's about it, because the rest of it looks like it's just the somebody took a casting of the Kingdom Toys robot mode and turned it into an action figure. Do you think they did that? No, but it's what it looks like. Yeah. Uh, the other is Megatron, Transformers of the Movie. When he is going through his uh, scanning and metamorphosis, what are they? What are they calling this? They're calling it reformatting Megatron. Reformatting Megatron. So he is basically he's all purple, but half he has that cool eighties clear purple. Yeah, uh, but half of him is that cool eighties style grid pattern that they used to put on uh, vinyl notebooks and stuff. <laughs> Yeah, but there's no detail behind it, so it, no. it kind of. So this is Trapper Keeper Megatron. Now. That's exactly that's exactly yeah. what I was thinking. Oh, oh man. The, the the good thing about this is that if they're being cognizant of the movie, we may get a Galvatron in this line if it lasts. We are getting a Galvatron in this line. It's been we found the listings already. Oh, never I, mind, um, then. I even. I remember this specifically because as soon as I found out about it, I tweeted the information at Kilby telling him that he was doomed to have to own this at some point. Yeah. Mm. That's, that's why I remember so specifically yeah. that we know Yeah, you're about right. That. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so like you think Optimus Primal is the most boring. I think this is the most boring. Yeah. Because like, they, they didn't even change the accessories. So this has the Energon mace from that well-known moment when Galvatron, or when Megatron's being scanned into Galvatron and swings <laughs> his Energon mace around. And then when he's also um, standing there brandishing an Energon cube menacingly. Uh, you know, yeah. it's just like, if anything, I hate to say take accessories away, but in this case, like, if anything, take these away yeah. just because they don't make sense in the context of this release. Yeah. It looks I mean, I mean, the sad thing is, yeah. this is actually this is actually a better repaint than the Optimus Primal Rat Trap Rat Trap Two Pack. At least this one has a noticeable paint difference. Well, yeah, and that's that's kind of sad when your two pack Netflix exclusive is being outdone by a red figure, as far as something being done to the original mold. Yeah, I don't know. <sighs> I just I can't wait for this mold to get redecked a third time to be War for Cybertron trilogy Megatron oh, and just have battle damage uh, paint added to it. There's mm -hmm. too much character in its face, though. You would, <laughs> it would need to have like a new head. Yeah, they could do that for a third use, probably. Like the you know, dull surprise uh, Megatron. Yeah, dump the uh, Energon Cube hand and you know use that material and resource savings to uh, make a make a new head to put on it. It'll be perfectly awful. Yeah. And, you know, at some point we'll get select safety Megatron from this. So that's a possibility. Well, I don't. I Damn don't. it, Don. You just came up with the one thing that would probably get me to buy another uh, siege tank Megatron. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, so I thought Don was suggesting they would put a red figure in select. No, no, but it was that, that works was, as a but way. That's, but that's oh, okay. just where my mind went, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, 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 I would do that, and I kind of hate myself for it. So, okay, so we've determined that what it takes to get us to buy another of the Siege slash Earthrise Megatron core engineering is either garish G2 colors or garish get-around-toy-safety-laws colors. Well, yeah, garish get-around-safety-laws colors. I would, yeah, I would love it yeah. if Red Megatron if Red Megatron had the orange cap. <laughs> I would buy that. Yes, it can't transform. It doesn't matter. Brian, they actually did that in the TF uh, MLP crossover where uh, Twilight Sparkle puts the orange cap on Megatron's nice. gun to keep him from shooting somebody. <laughs> That's funny. That's fantastic. Cool. Okay. Uh, I don't know if this is fantastic or not. Uh, I literally <laughs> learned about this during pre-show. Uh, MP55, potentially. Maybe. Maybe. Masterpiece Nightbird. And it's just Masterpiece like... Masterpiece Nightbird! Yeah, which is crazy in and of itself. Yeah, I didn't think they'd go there, but then, you know, I thought to myself, well, what else are they going to do with the mold? Other, yeah. other than, other than know, Lifeline. Think, yeah, other than Paradron Medic, it's I, I did not mold. even... Yeah, I did not even think about Nightbird in that for some reason. I uh, I don't know why, but this is like I'm like surprised and not surprised, and it's well, like probably because she never transformed in the cartoon because she wasn't a Cybertronian. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. Is she in scale yeah, this, with MP36? I mean, I I think it's a she's too small. Um, yeah, I wouldn't say this is terrible. I'd say this is a. Pretty good reuse of the mold. I, I like can't have a yeah, wedding it's... diorama of Megatron and Nightbird. <laughs> She's just too does small. It, mm. But does it come with the PVC Dr. Fukuyama? Yeah, Fujiyama. It, it, Fu, thank you, Fujiyama. Dr. It Fujiyama, must, it, the famous scientist. The yeah. famous scientist. <laughs> yes, the, yes, it must come with that to be authentic. <laughs> no, I, no, Don has a point. I think we do need like an aftermarket Dr. Fujiyama, the famous scientist. Uh, because you need the person there who has designed the ninja robot for world peace yes. for science for science. Yeah, yes. eh, whatever. Same yeah. thing. Yeah. And the third and the third part, I can also do like that glass coffin she was sleeping in at the end of the episode. If you want to like have a well, diorama, I like mean she's already eyes. black, so she, you know this could be sleep mode nightbird. Oh God, Don. <laughs> uh, so. Basically, this has come up in what looks like a retailer solicitation image, um, along with uh, similar images showing Kingdom Scorponok and the Netflix Sparkless Seeker. And as far as I can tell, the stock photos for the Scorponok and the Seeker are new. They're not like something somebody was able to easily grab. So those two seem to be legit. That makes me think this is also a genuine thing. Um this was posted among other places by uh, Lupaza Megastore, which, so far as I know, does not have the habit of posting like rumored stuff without at least clearly labeling it as you know maybe we don't know. Like generally, I consider I consider them a reliable source for this kind of thing. So I'm thinking this is actually going to happen, whether it's MP55 or not. You know that might still be up in the air, but it does look like this is going to be our reuse of the uh, Masterpiece RC mold for the time being. I wouldn't rule out a lifeline at some point down the road still, though. Probably is, you know, a store exclusive or a show exclusive or something. Yeah, yeah that sounds right. So yeah. In, Disc- yeah. in our Discord, Tokyo Knights, Toy Show or something. Knight sort of pointed out that this was, there's a precedent for this specifically with the throwing 30 RC. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was um, from the Legends line yes. by Takara. So this is basically a masterpiece Legends toy. Yep, it's so weird. <laughs> that's 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 why I find it so odd. I think and, Matt. Yeah, Matt's grabbing his. I've got one mine's up there, buried back there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, so that was a whole I... wave in the Legends line of female bad guys. So there was a the Black Arachnia retooled from animated Black Arachnia, which is still a very nice interpretation of Black Arachnia, very good deco. And they did a slipstream uh, retool of Windblade. Yeah, Matt's got that there too. Gorgeous. So we, we now need to have, well, we have a masterpiece Black Arachnia, so we need them to make a masterpiece slipstream, and then we'll have that whole uh, Legends wave uh, recreated masterpiece. And I suddenly have just realized I need to have that be a thing that exists. Yeah. Give me Masterpiece well, <laughs> Generations toys. Well, okay. in our Discord, uh, Brickbot guy <laughs> also brought up something that I hadn't even thought of: animated drag strip from Botcon. the 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 Stunicon job that they did for Botcon based on the RC they, animated RC yeah, movie. animated RC, animated RC uh, into 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 do you, a. Do you, do you think that work strip. with that? I don't know, no. but it's, I think the colors would look good on that mold. I think, yeah. it, I think masterpiece it, animated I, toys. Let's go. Uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> that would like, I, you know, I'm not out of masterpiece, but that would like make me enthusiastic about ma- masterpiece. I think. Yeah. But you say that though, but you have to think like masterpiece animated would have the same kind of problem as say MP44 or Bumblebee 2.0. Oh, no, yeah. except worse. So, so much worse. Yeah. Gosh. But it's still, ma- masterpiece animated Sentinel Prime. Come on! Oh God, yeah. <laughs> also, I would so, not mind seeing masterpiece RC and Combiner Hunters colors. I, yes, I like yes, that yes, yes. Actually, I don't, I don't have the actual toy, but I've got um, a third-party Legend Scale one based on that, and you know, it's ah, uh, yeah, it's Gener- a pretty good deck. Though. I think it's nigh time that Generations throws in a couple of uh, animated characters, and Sentinel Prime yeah. should be the first. Yes. Yeah. Generations Agreed. animated Sentinel Prime. Absolutely. Agreed. Yep. I'd buy it. Okay. Any other thoughts on this one before we get to our last? It's not even a news item. It's just something to point out. So we're effectively. I figured it would be. I figured it would be a discussion topic, basically. So yeah. So um, that PulseCon Ravage that we talked about last week that most of us love, uh, it is. So has Hasbro Pulse has posted placeholders for all of their uh, Hasbro Pulse. Con, whatever it's called, exclusives, uh, and it's up, and the price is on it, but it's eight dollars more than we were thinking it was going to be, right? Or is it $3 I have more? a theory. Is it Dancing Demon? Uh, no. Okay, I want to hear um, it. Um, it, it's it's like their SDCC exclusives. If you remember, that those were always excluded from the free shipping, but I think because now you have Pulse Premium members. They yeah, oh, right. that they huh. can't separate it. So maybe this is their way to pad it a little bit to cover shipping on all these items. So what That's... Diecast is referring to is before Pulse Premium, before Hasbro Pulse, basically when it was Hasbro Toy Shop. Yeah, discount codes and free shipping promotions, which there usually was one free shipping offer of some kind going all the time. I didn't always know that. specifically excluded uh, Hasbro Toy Shop exclusives, which. SDCC stuff was considered a Hasbro Toy Shop exclusive because basically those toys were Hasbro Toy Shop exclusives sold at SDCC and elsewhere. Um, I don't think that's why this happened because, you know, Pulse Premium has been a thing since 2019? Question mark? Was that the year that started? 
Yeah. Yeah. You know, and they launched premium and you know that the the exclusives have always fallen under premium free shipping. Yep. So I don't think that's it. Pulse started um, right after I started my new job. I don't remember when that well, is. Well, I do. I just, that's how I remember. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I thought you were suggesting I should use that as a point of reference no, for when no, Pulse no. launched. No, if you want to remember when like, I started my new job, you can use Hasbro Pulse as your point of reference. That's your anchor point. <laughs> this is getting very circular, Brian. Sorry. Um, no, w- one way I remember when Pulse launched was because the launch weekend, they had Wave 2 of Siege up for pre-order for $10 when they were supposed to be 20 and yes. we all jumped on that, and many of us pre-ordered many six guns yeah. for ten dollars each. Um, where I was going with this was, so the press release from last week, where they officially announced this, had the price at like forty-five dollars, I think, and now on here it's fifty-two ninety-nine. Um, so my thinking is it was going to be 52.99 for a while now because for the last couple of months everything's been getting price bumped because of various economic conditions my thinking is um the press releases were done some months ago and some of the products referenced have had to undergo price adjustments to account for some of these changes and the press release stuff that they gave to the PR companies to send out to all the affected parties didn't get updates. So we're just kind of looking at a bit of uh, lag in communication here. Yeah, it's possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause the, the lightning collection exclusive pudgy pig went up from uh, like, I think that was also around $45 when they solicited so. it. And now it's 58 mm. uh, on the placeholder listing which I have my own theories for that. Patrons can catch uh, more details on that in the pre-show podcast that goes along with this, assuming we're still doing that. Yeah. Do we still do the pre-show podcast? Yes. Yes, Okay, yes. good. Every week. Um, I also tweet about it a little bit on my personal Twitter at ChrisRTXV if you want the, like, Cliff Notes version after you're done listening to or watching the show. Yeah, so, uh, any other, anything else on that? Because something else popped up on Pulse this week that I forgot about. No, I pretty much over that yeah, i yeah. think it's too late <laughs> but they did post more pre-orders i believe for the robos and optimus prime or they were supposed to oh yeah i think i heard a little bit about that yeah and it's no longer it's no longer available it's still 700 dollars. um at least one showed up in a review online and i don't mm-hmm. know i didn't see who reviewed it so i don't know if i don't i doubt it was in, a, in an official capacity it might have been um i if I heard about the same one, it was Shardimus Prime, who actually does do like affiliated stuff, I believe. Okay. If any, if, if nothing else, I'm not aware of him being on the list of you know. Uh, he's not on special. He's not on the uh, the bad list. Yeah, we can call it that. I'm just saying, like you know, I I don't know him particularly to have a habit of getting you know five finger specials from the factory. Okay. Cool. Okay. Well, yeah, so there was a review that popped up. Like I said, I didn't, didn't know who it was. I just saw that one popped up, and usually when it's this early, usually uh, it fell off, something fell off a truck, but it does not sound like it was probably the case here. Yeah, I mean, I would assume, you know, they had at least one working model of that that they were using for, like, the publicity videos when it was announced. Yeah, and I think it made its way to Kotaku at one point. Yeah, it went office. around to a few outlets, so I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if that same unit is now being passed between... Um, quote-unquote influencers yeah in you know the the toy nerd robot space 
Hasbro, if you want to give me one of these, I'll gladly take it. Or at least lend you that one for the weekend. I don't I don't need no, I'm good. I'll just take one. <laughs> okay, I, lend, I would lend, love lend, to have lend it to die for, for the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So cool. Okay. So I yeah, if you wanted it and you missed the pre order, well, it's too late again. So there you go. I mean, keep an eye on it though. It may come back in some more. Yeah, and I think it's gonna be available at other places. I, I don't think it's gonna be, I don't think it's a Hasbro Pulse exclusive. I never heard anything about being exclusive anywhere. It might be Pulse has exclusive rights to pre-sales of it. Yeah, and it like, you know, a friend of mine who is not a Transformers collector bought one. So this has uh, broad appeal. And I think that's something we were talking about when they revealed this. Like, this is existing in multiple spaces, one of them being the, you know, consumer robot nerd space. Yeah, yeah. The same kind of people who get things like drones, like big, expensive crash them and cry forever drones yeah exactly okay i think that's it as far as news goes let's jump to what we got this week diecast you want to go first or last (laughs) uh doesn't matter i can okay if you're ready Um, if not i'm ready i I am uh thanks to matt this is probably my uh one of the only things i'm getting for my first day i got a very awesome uh pumpkin wrapper and he has this nice. effect that you can actually fit the pumpkin in because he comes with three pumpkins and they all have the pieces that they can go on the Power Ranger heads. Oh, that's what that's um, he's extremely top heavy because of his big head. <laughs> um, but but he is so satisfying once you can get him to stand. He is like amazing. Uh, I hope these villains don't get canceled because... I mean, the eye guy, I'm not really interested in. He just doesn't do it for me. But I love this one, and I love King Sphinx. Um, he's so fun. He's really fun to, to mess around with. How do you feel about a big fish man, Diecast? Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd take that. Kind of like a okay, King Shark. So uh, Piranha's head. Uh, probably, yeah, a big piranha. But yeah, yeah, I'll take that one. That's probably, He looks like a street shark, if that helps, basically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's something. Uh, if you can get enough pumpkin wrappers cheap enough, you could throw a cloak over him and make him a very good Sam customizable Hain. Sam Hain. Yes. Ooh. Hey, Diecast. I, I'm looking at your tfradio.net slash diecast list, wish list right now, just out of curiosity. Did you get a 3D printer? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I couldn't remember. I just yeah, saw he's the, had a, He yeah. had one for at least for a, a while, year. yeah. Uh, I just saw yeah. the yeah. filament on here. And I'm like, when did you get a 3D printer? I... I I haven't used it recently. Uh, I remember the stories from right after he got of all his failed prints. Oh, yeah. Yes. I mean, that that happens to everybody. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also got the Star Wars uh, 50th anniversary little um, Black Series figures. What is this? The the bunny one, Jackson, and the, oh, yeah. uh, Darth Maul, which is i'll try and open it like yeah it was really hard to open before um but yeah it's it's pretty cool i i love the packaging um that you can just they're like a book and you can kind of just you know leave them in box and they still got the window to open up but I, i really do enjoy the packaging on these guys i had one of my uh experiences like rob had uh a week or two ago uh, my big bad toy store 
uh, pile of loot expired. <laughs> so this item was in there <laughs> for like 90 days. This is the upgrade kit for um, the movie Devastator that I've never combined, uh, never even opened most of the figures. So this actually gives him his like wrecking balls and stuff. Uh, let's see what else it gives. I, I don't know. It's just a couple extra pieces. I, I, I don't know why I got this because I, I've never even put my Devastator together. Maybe one of these years, but uh, let's see. Oh, boy. This was also something uh, that we talked about on the show before. Um, the guy uh, made a on Twitter made a <sighs> custom figure and called it diecast. So I was like, Oh, that's, that's awesome. Uh, can you make me one of those? So he did. Um, I commissioned him to do it. He didn't do it for free. Um, so I commissioned like him. He did a really good job though. Yeah, yeah. He did a really good job. Yeah. Uh, really like it. And he is my leader of the, uh, DCS drone army guys. So I have, him and I have uh, three other drones now. So, and he's got the G2 symbol on the front, which is really cool. Nice. Um, yeah. So, really happy with it. Um, it's it's a pretty cool figure, and even took off like all the battle damage, and then you know, picked out in highlight like silver some of the stuff on the legs and stuff. So, um, definitely a dramatic difference over the figure it was yes they made it look good yeah that's really cool yeah um and i don't have many custom figures so that that's something that's always like special do you still have that hot rod uh from the prime wheel jack yeah oh yeah that one i did myself so yeah that that was a custom class at one of those local shows you went to wasn't it yeah yeah um i'm never getting rid of that that's that'll be forever in my collection um, I also got another Apache, hmm. which is the fan Apache. Uh, what's that? Why'd you get another Apache? Well, he has three modes, so okay, fine. I can <laughs> oh. at least, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, I'll be honest, Chris. I have watching some other videos, uh, people's collections and stuff. I have seen people that have a detolf with. Uh, with three springers in the detolf with each mode. So he's not alone in doing that. It's just, uh, it's, it's a fan's toys project. So uh, fan's toys. So it's like very expensive, to very do expensive yeah. detail. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know if you remember, make me feel so much better about myself. <laughs> I don't know if you remember, but uh, when there, there was all the third party springers, I think we counted like seven, seven, I'm yeah. only one away from having every third-party masterpiece style Springer, and I st- I stopped with Alan. I got the first one that came out from X Transbots, and I, I haven't even looked at any of the other ones. You know what? And like, there's not one that I don't like. Like, I like them all. There's there's things about all of them that I guess I find endearing. Yeah, you about, know, this, this hmm. sounds absurd, and honestly, it is. But at the same time, like, if you're going to do something like that, it's great that you actually can enjoy every single one of them. Yeah. yeah. You know, I just wish, you know, Sandstorm would, someone else would take another crack at the Sandstorm because the, the only one we got from Unique Toys isn't bad. 
but that Frankfurter mobile mode for the uh, <laughs> Doom buggy is not hitting on much. <laughs> and we've only got the uh, fans project uh, broadside, and that was early on in their career. So oh, there's yeah. been there's been no other third party broadside since then. Hmm. All right, so what are you pulling out the magic box now? Oh, another box, of course. I also got from Show Z Store. Oh, cool. uh, is that Snarl? Gutter, Snarl, yeah, they're Stegosaurus. So, um, I got him. Who's Stegosaurus? Huh? Who's Stegosaurus? Who made what it? Company? What company? Oh, it's um, Giga, Giga Power, right? Giga Power, okay. yeah. Yeah, I mean, and Dockass doesn't show Z Store do a damn good job on their, on their packaging stuff. That, I mean, my stuff has always come in like bulletproof. I had a yeah, package they, from them recently. It was good. Yeah. Yeah, it's in a box that's bubble wrapped, and then them in it, and, and then cl- in another bag. So. And, it, and and in the corner, the corner uh, protectors as well inside. That's good. Yeah, um, that is just because fans' toys. You know, when when the, they really came out, the Giga Powers, I was already invested in the fans' toys ones, so I skipped them. I got the and fans now that they're kind of re-releasing God. them. I'm kind of. Getting those as well because you can never have too many Dinobots. Um, I also got Forager and uh, Mercenary, which is uh, fans' toys, Scrapnel, and Kickback. So I'm trying so hard. I've wanted to get. You know, with you can't get just one Insecticon, and I love Shrapnel and Kickback a lot more than Bombshell. It's like I just. I'm not paying that with everything else got going on though, but that shrapnel looks great. And I did not remember that I ordered uh, Snarl from Show Store Z. So in my box of Taobao, I got Fun. another one. Nice. <laughs> so I do have uh, I do have two of him now. And then I'm not sure why, and maybe we talked about this on the show, but I ended up ordering a second of the Combiner Wars size uh, knockoff Devastators. Oh, sweet. You got me one of those a while back. Yeah. I think those were pretty hard to find for a while, so someone might need that if you didn't need a second one. They're they're all over eBay, readily affordable. Oh, they are? Okay, because I looked there for a while because we had talked about it for other reasons, and most everywhere was like $99 or $120 or something. It was like outrageous for what I saw. No, I think there was like a period of time where they were a little bit harder to get, but it seems like they've kind of, you know, fallen out of the air. Is that bad? I, I I don't really remember why I ordered that. It, well, okay. So diecast for anybody else, yes, it would be bad. But I think for I you, why. It, it's absolutely expected. I think I'm gonna have to paint it orange, and uh, I don't you know, know how that maybe, would work. Yeah, maybe I wouldn't work. expect it to work well. Um, I also got I left it upstairs because I knew I was gonna forget something. Uh, I got. Thundercrapper. Uh, my friend <laughs> Rob found him at Walmart and delivered him to me, which is got here quicker than my pre order, of course. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I believe I have that pre ordered and I, I definitely have to go and cancel that because I don't want that. I don't want two of that. 
And just for anybody who doesn't remember from the last couple of weeks, the reference Thundercrapper is the Netflix Sparkless Seeker. Yes. Uh, I think it was one of Matt's shit suggestions, and it's my oh. favorite. Well, my suggestion was Shitstorm. I, was, I, I picked up Thundercrapper from somebody else. I, I wish I could remember who. Yeah, that, that's I love it. Um, I also got the mini Soundwave, which I had. A, it's the legend sized uh, or the core class, as we're calling it. Yeah. Um, I had a very hard time finding this because it was it was up in my uh, you know the upper part of my house for a couple days, and I couldn't remember where I left it. So he was so kind of another one. No, no, he was kind of just <laughs> hidden. Like these are hard to get right now. So I couldn't buy another one. Um, but yeah, I, I, I kind of turned the feet on the top. Um, <laughs> it's kind of the least uh, disruptive to my eyes from the front. Yeah. I did see some people were doing an upgrade kit with new feet. Uh, that way the front of the foot could actually fold into the back of the foot. So uh, it wouldn't, you know, it actually fit in properly uh, the way it should. Um, and I would be happy to take, pay 10 bucks for an upgrade kit like that. Like, other than that, he's pretty cool. Like, I, I, I don't know why. I just really like having him in this compact size. Yeah, those core class figures are all actually really nice. Yeah. Um, and last but not least, I did hide something uh, when I shot the photo on my box of Taobao and put it on Twitter at Diecast 2. I wanted to make sure there was something hidden that I could talk about on the show tonight as one of the things I got. People wouldn't know what it was. And it is another fan's toys item. And it's something that Don and I have discussed. And I said I would only get it if I found it for the right price without using Dononomics. So I have the clear... <laughs> Ah. Skyfire uh, Phoenix. So, yeah. So, uh, oh, what wow. do you think, Diecast, in person? Uh, I like it in person. I actually like the regular Phoenix better than this. Um, oh, yeah. I, I do too. It's just uh, that was something that, you know, it's either going to drop and it's going to drop in like a rock in price. Everybody's going to try to get rid of it. But being fans' toys, it might get to the point where you're not going to find one. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, and my thruster was actually broken off just like Don's, oh, no. but mine was in the box. So I glued it. Um, well, l looking at yours, if you're looking at it straight on, was it the left or the right? It was this one. Okay. Mine was the other one. Okay. Um, Cause I actually, now that I'm looking at it, I see where a little bit of glue dripped and I got to kind of clean that up. Um, mm. But you know, I can now, I can still open it and, use it now that I glued it. So there's that. Um, but I, I paid $25 over retail. What Phoenix goes for. So oh, that's, for a that's, a, that's a really good, that's, that's cheaper than what I got mine for. Um, but, but I, I basically, I paid, a, I paid a little more than that, but I had made some money on the back end with some dynamics. So it wasn't as bad out of pocket. Yeah. Um, but I wasn't like when I saw it for that price, I was like, I'm just going to try and see if this actually like ends up showing up. And, uh, my box, it has a, did yours have a sticker on it, like uh, with a number, Don? 
Mine was Don's, 90. Don's nodding. He's under cat right now and can't unmute. Yeah. <laughs> um, but mine was number 90, so I don't know how many of these they made. At but... least 90, I would assume. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I would I think it was I think the edition size was a thousand, but I'm I may be wrong. Hmm. Yeah, so it, it's like I said, I it, that was kind of a splurge uh because it was the right price. That's so, and I think I think that's everything I got. Really? Cool. Okay. <laughs> you say really like that wasn't like plenty. I thought it was gonna be more. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, you know, compared to his loads lately, like, you know, that's this is more like 2019 era diecast. You can do better diecast. Yeah. <laughs> I do will. Better. This is a, this is a challenge diecast. Yeah. I don't think I can. This, I think I uh, <laughs> think this is it for the year. Okay. <laughs> but it's only July. Yeah, diecast. You can do better. At least for the amount, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty much done with anything stupid. Well, you say that now. I don't have any stupid purchases left this year either. I'm mostly giving diecast. You just yeah, but the show's not over yet. I'm mostly giving diecast crap. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I'm helping. Yeah, Uh, but I'm also giving you crap in return, kind of, just because that's that's how it works. Um, Yeah, that's true. I guess I guess I'll go next. If no one has an objection, I do not. Go for it. Uh, So I was finally able to get Studio Series slag. All right. Went on a little trip yesterday and found the only one on the southwest corner of Nashville. I, I apparently a target on the exact opposite side had a couple more, but there was really no reason to go over there, even if I hadn't found this one on my like second stop. Um, boy, that's a, that trip sucks. Um, so I think Don did a really good job covering this a couple weeks ago or last week, whenever that was. Um, you know, I agree with most of what he said about it. Uh, the like part that surprised me—it's a little bit, a uh, little bit stiff to get the shoulders to collapse in for dinosaur mode. I thought that was going to be a bit of a smoother process from everything I'd heard, but like it all goes together into dinosaur mode really, pretty elegantly and intuitively. I didn't need to reference the instructions for any of it. It all just kind of you know flows and fits. It's. Um, I think Grimlock is a little bit simpler and easier to do in a good way. Um, but slag is not frustrating or tedious at all. It's a very enjoyable process. Um, not enjoying so much um, exosuit Daniel up on top of there, which like technically objectively, it's better than the buzzworthy bumblebee exosuit figure, which uh, on that subject, I, I prepared a little comparison here. So, Here's the Studio Series exosuit figure. Here's the Buzzworthy Bumblebee one, which is supposed to be Spike. Scale. Uh-huh. <laughs> Scale doesn't exist in Transformers. Uh, hey, Chris. Well, on, it didn't did, used to. Yeah, Don? Sorry. On the tail, the angle of the tail skeleton trying to peg in between the back legs, did you have trouble getting that? Because, because the pegs are at an angle into the hips? It's a little bit particular about where it wants to settle in, but like I found once I had the legs and the back panel basically set where they were supposed to go, the tail kind of found its own level basically. Um, So, I mean, I could see it being a smoother process if it was designed a little bit differently, but it wasn't like a huge problem for me by any means. I was also giving some thought to the gun storing in the tail. 
Um, like, obviously, he's got some detail to, like, uh, carry forward the ridges from the rest of the tail. Um, so, like, it seems like it's supposed to more smoothly integrate, but I really can't feel like I would want the barrel of the rifle to be painted gold because I think that would just look weird and kind of out of place when it's a rifle. So, like, there's kind of no winning with this, and I would sort of hope for, like, a non-F kit when that comes along to maybe have a stub piece to put in the tail to, uh, you know, put the tip on there and not rely on the rifle to do that. Like, I having this in hand, I can see a few easy places to get some aftermarket add-ons produced for this. A sword, obviously. Um, maybe replacement horns that don't have the empty spaces inside. I'm not sure how plausible that would be just because of how injection molding works. Um, at the very least, like maybe some toy accurate red horns, the tail tip, like I said, you know, there's a lot of like low effort kind of stuff, stuff that doesn't require a lot of like engineering to incorporate with the toy and hopefully not adhesive glue squares like some of the recent stuff has relied on. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of ways that uh, aftermarket stuff could add on to this and really like enrich the final product. But like, like as is, I think this is really nice. And I had that wonderful experience again when I found it in the store, picking up the package and just marveling at how huge this robot was in the package. Like it's the same thing that uh, when I got Grimlock in the mail, like this is just a huge piece of plastic in this box and it's kind of great. The experience of finding it in the store, though, was briefly maddening because, like, when I went into that Target and went over where the Transformers were, of course, I first looked down the bottom shelf where the Studio Series leaders are supposed to be stopped. What I see is two grinders and no slag. And I was about to have a moment in the store, just internally, of course. I'm not going to make a scene, generally. Uh, But then I glanced up to the shelf above, and there was one slag sitting there, and... My mission was complete, and then the quest of the day became to get some jack-in-the-box, but that's a different story, because all the credit card machines at jack-in-the-box were down that day, and Ooh. I don't really carry cash anymore. Oh, boy. Yeah, I eventually did get my jack-in-the-box, though. You know, if Hasbro had made that so that maybe the gun, the, it was colored gold on the bottom, and you could twist the barrel for, like, dinosaur mode, you know, that way it would have... Because I love the way the feet and the tail integrate. So you've got all that gold kind of blends together. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, that's really good planning with the deco. I don't think I would want any gold on the rifle, though, because, I again, I think it would look out of place when it's out of the tail and being used as the rifle. Like, there might be a way to distribute um, gold paint over this in a way where it, like, makes sense visually... Uh, on the rifle and also fills in the end of the tail but I don't I don't have an immediate picture in my head of what that would look like I don't think just painting the tip of the barrel gold to achieve that effect would be the right thing to do either Um, the one thing I want to complain about with slag and you know separately from the Daniel figure the uh, the blast effect peg in the mouth is pointed at a downward angle and there's so little clearance between it and the roof of the mouth that you can barely fit any kind of blast effects in there. And they're all pointing down at the ground. So, like, if you want slag breathing fire, A, there's almost no options that actually fit in the mouth for that. And he's just going to be, like, roasting the ground, like, drying concrete or something. 
You know, that's something else a, 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 say a non-F kit could do. If they gave you a extension piece with like a hinge. Yeah, that you, an offset adapter. Yeah, yeah. so that way you could angle it further out into the mouth where you've got more clearance, then you can maybe, or even like a, a, a hinge or a swivel or something, that you could direct the flame wherever you wanted to within a certain arc. Yeah, I think I think it'd be easy enough to make just like a, a 30 degree angle adapter with a three millimeter port on one end and a peg on the other, just to get that a little bit lower and out front where it would actually be able to accept more pieces. Um, Paladin's asking which Dinobot is next. We have no idea. Um, the most recent rumoring that I've heard has that Sludge and Snarl might end up in Generations instead of Studio Series, but still be leader class. Uh, and then Swoop, I think, is still up in the air, so to speak. Well, you, well, you, you had mentioned that when I was talking about slag, how I would like to get a five of these box, even though the yeah, boxes, yeah, yeah. the boxes wouldn't match because putting right. five leader class figures in the same line is a stretch. But I would, but I would like to have five box Dinobots. If nothing else, you've got a spare if one breaks. Because well, I got a feeling these. Too, the thing too with what you're wanting, and I, I agree with because the Studio Series boxes have like the big flat panel character art with the 86 logo up on top. Like if you had five liter sized Dinobots in the same studio series packaging, like even side on like this, they'd be nice on a shelf. Sure would. Um, and I do agree. It's kind of a shame that we're probably not going to get all five of them in the one packaging style. Um, even, even with swooping rumored to probably be a Voyager instead of another leader. But yeah, uh, so I'm happy with Slag. It was definitely worth going looking for, especially since I still have not seen any viable online acquisition options so far. And believe me, I've been doing my diligence on that. Um, however, my diligence has paid off in another area, which is that I have a Kingdom Red Alert. Nice. Nice. Ooh. Yeah. How did you get so that? this? Woo, woo, woo. Thank you, Don. Did you jump? <laughs> did you jump three months into the future and get it from Walgreens? No, because my Walgreens barely ever gets Transformers exclusives, so that would have been a waste of a time travel trip. Um, No, so um, I've seen both Toy Dojo and Chosen Prime get a small supply of these in, which seem to have come from the Southeast Asia retail supply. Uh, So there was a little bit of a premium involved with this, but to save myself three-ish months of waiting and the process of hunting around to... (laughs) the one Walgreens that's actually in town where I live or the possibility of driving, you know, tens of miles to one other one that's anywhere nearby. We're not well covered by Walgreens around here. Surprisingly Uh, enough, fortunately have one within Uh, walking distance. Well, yeah. And like in Chattanooga around where Hey Mickey lives, uh, there's tons of Walgreens and he's usually pretty good for being a backup solution for finding the exclusives because he can go hit six or seven of them in a day, like on his lunch hour. Yeah. Um, but no, I decided to just, you know, go ahead and pay the little premium on this and go ahead and get it and not have to worry about it anymore. Fortunately, I got one that does not seem to have any QC defects, which nice. I was terrified about the possibility of. Um, so I've got this in vehicle mode on purpose because the robot mode parts are just the side swipe parts. Like all the robot mode parts are the same as the siege mold. Uh, all they've done is replace the car exterior panels. And basically they've made this like 
uh, near clone of Sunstreaker. Okay. Uh, so uh, Red Alert will match uh, Corden, for instance, uh, if you have that set. Uh, of course, um, Sideswipe will be a good match in vehicle mode for Sunstreaker or Spin Out, if you prefer. Um, and it's just, this turned out really nice. All the vehicle parts fit together nice and tight. Um, you might remember with Siege Sideswipe, that whole mold family, except for Gigawatt, um, the hood does not really tab in in robot mode as the chest. It basically just kind of free-floating. It's designed to kind of tab in the stress relief slot where the waste mushroom peg is, but that rarely works, and it does not work at all on this. There's no grab or tension, and I've actually found the waste piece is blocking the bottom of the, the ab piece now. So it can't even get far enough to try to engage with that uh, when all the pieces are lined up correctly. It doesn't matter. The The pin hinge has enough tension on it that it's not going to go fly away. It's not like Reveal the Shield Jazz where, you know, you raise the arms and the hood flips up on you. Um, mm. But no, this this turned out really nice. The deco in vehicle mode is more simple than Siege Red Alert, which, I mean, you know, a, a Toy Hacks upgrade kit would solve that problem. Um, but the deco being so plain on this also makes another very viable toy hex option, which would be clampdown, a clampdown conversion kit. Uh, because basically all you have to do is get one hood sticker that covers up the uh, fire department badge on there. And then you can just fill in all the rest of the police details on here and you would be good to go. And I probably will try to get a second red alert because I'm sure they will do that upgrade kit. Uh, you know, unless Hasbro in the meantime announces a clampdown off of this mold, which I would also not be surprised by. Which they by. should. They yeah. absolutely should. Uh, so in robot mode, Red Alert has um, more red on him than traditionally would be expected. The arms are red, the thighs are red. It's not like accurate per se, but I think it looks really good. It's accurate uh, to clampdown, though. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's even more perfect. I didn't even realize. So basically, this red alert is just a clampdown in waiting. <laughs> well, yeah, okay, so that's got gray forearms, though, doesn't it? Uh, but the uh, biceps are red. Yeah. Uh, and I th- I can't... The uh, siege red alert, I don't even think, managed to get the red biceps, did it? Like, it was... That was red no, in, like, they're the, white. It was red in the stock renders, and then it came out in the off-white that the forearms were. So... Yeah, this is closer to being clamped down than it is to being traditional red alert colors. And so, Toy Hacks, please uh, f- put that at the top of the list. <laughs> I, I want to convert a deep cover out of this. Um, so, aside from the car body panels, the other bit of retooling is a little minor thing. Um, so, the rifle, the light bar, and the launcher part of the shoulder rocket assembly are recycled from the siege mold it's all the same parts they've redone the missile tip though and removed the five millimeter peg from the side of it so it's Mm. just a missile now um on the siege mold it had a side grip on it so that the side swipe release could use it as a pistol which looked kind of dumb in every application of that uh but with this you don't have that sticking out anymore so if that was something that bothered you or you never like went in for the non-f uh lamborghini upgrade parts like this is closer to being just fine out of the box the only problem is the 
shoulder launcher is technically supposed to sit on the right shoulder and the launcher piece still has the peg coming out where it's going to bump into the head when you mount it on that shoulder. So boo for not fixing that while they were doing the other parts. Like if they would have just put the five millimeter part in the launcher opposite the, uh, the tab that fits into the shoulder, it would have been perfect. Like all functions would have been solved and it wouldn't have uh, mattered what side you put it on anymore. Uh, so that's good, and you know, unless you're in Canada and can get them from EB Games right now. Thanks, big thanks, by the way, to our Canadian friends in our Discord, tfradio.net slash Discord, who were making an effort to try to find extra red alerts to hook me up with one. Aww. That didn't end up working out, but I, guys, I really appreciate the effort you put in trying to track one of those down for me. Um, so that's all for on topic. I'll go quickly through my off topic stuff. So, um, Marvel Legends, I don't buy very much because just like I don't want to. But uh, <laughs> recently they announced uh, the modular armor Iron Man. So I pre ordered that from Hasbro Pulse alongside, I think, one of the Shattered Glass pre orders just to get the whole order over the free shipping, fresh, the free shipping threshold. You already so got this was, yeah, this oh, is from Pulse. I might want mine for a couple of days. Nice. Oh. That's all it comes with is two blast effects and two fists. Yeah, there's not even a build-a-figure part. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Since there's no build-a-figure part... They should have included some extra stuff. I was tweeting about this, Don. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, So the modular armor Iron Man suit, the whole point of it was it could be adapted for different situations by applying equipment modules to it. So like they totally could have put in just some random you know tech effect parts to clip on at the wrists or ankles or wherever... You know, just some meaningless stuff to fill this out and kind of make it fit more what the function is. Some different hands, uh, boot jets. Some, like, there's plenty of stuff they could have just recycled from other figures and put in here to make this feel a little bit more filled out. It does come across as being very bare bones. Like, that was this, a disappointment. This is, that, this is something that should have been, like, a deluxe release like War Machine was. Yeah, with a ton more parts. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I look at that, Chris, and I think of Kamen Rider Forze, where they could do a set, because, you know, Forze had the add-on sets based on the switches, yeah. the launcher and all that. I mean, they I can see them doing that somewhere down the road as an exclusive, or if there's other Iron Man figures that that could work on, it, you could retroactively put parts on the modular, but as it sits, that's just kind of meh. Yeah, this is a very bare release. Um, if this had been like on, uh, if this had been a re-release of this figure on one of the retro cards, I could understand a shorter accessory loadout on that because, like, that just happens sometimes. Those don't always come with everything their original versions did. But like, as the primary release of this, yeah, it's a little bare bones. The other thing too, and this is a fairly particular complaint for me, I think, is just that. You know, it's red and then it's gold where like even the art they're using on the box, it looks yellow. Like I know the intent is more to be a metallic look. So the gold is thematically correct, I guess. It's correct to the intent, but I kind of want to look more like what the art literally looks like. You know what I mean? Like I would be a little Mm -hmm. happier with this if the off color was yellow instead of gold. And I think there is enough possibility that this will come out again in a retro card release and they might they might modify the deco then to be yellow to play up that comic accuracy angle of that a little bit more and maybe include some more hands that time, but probably not. 
Some of the Iron Man 2 figures had a, a comic series figures had a really nice, like, pearlescent yellow kind of color that would probably look really good on that. Because, yeah, uh, of course, you know, I bought some of those. I, like the, um, the, was it the Neo Classic Armor, the Mega Man mm-hmm. boots one, but without boots? Yeah. Um, yeah, like, something like that probably would be more like what I'm expecting. There's also, um, it's probably not going to show up on camera because it just depends how the light hits it. There's a slight translucency to some of the red because uh, mm. it's, you know, their plastic color and not painted over. Um, it's not the worst thing because, like, a polished paint job will have a very similar effect. So it's kind of killing two birds with one stone. But, like, knowing materials and toys as I do, I can help us see as the, the lesser of the two options. Yeah. Still, though, um, especially compared to the uh, Toy Biz take on this from many, many, many years ago, which came in a two-pack with a Mandarin, um, this is a much better rendition of this armor, and this is probably my favorite Iron Man armor because it's the one that I was introduced to Iron Man on, so, like, it's my, in my head, the default appearance of Iron Man, and I'm very happy on that basis to get this, and eventually when I do open this and get War Machine back out, they're going to look pretty cool together. So that was that was definitely a worthwhile purchase just to uh, beat uh, a free shipping minimum. Um, I got I actually bought this just uh, Monday night, I think, on Twitter from uh, me and Rob's friend uh, Tally, um, the uh, robot Damashi Gelgug Jaeger. I Man, no that's quick that shipping. Is. Um, well, she's just in Chattanooga, actually. Ah, that'll do it. Yeah. Okay, so the Gelga Jaeger, since Brian said he didn't know what this is, he opened the door to this. So uh, everybody listening, blame him. The Gelga Jaeger comes from Gundam 0080 War in the Pocket, which was the first direct-to-video Gundam side story. Um, and in the context of that, this was a simulator mission unit that was supposed to represent Shars Gelgug. But in the time since that was produced, they decided that basically everything that appears on screen that doesn't look exactly like it did in the original series is actually a different discrete model of mobile suit. So they turned this into the Galgo Jaeger, which as far as I know, does not have any other animation appearances besides that simulator mission it appeared in in the OVA. So in one sense, this does not actually exist, but it exists because they gave it a model number and its own name. Uh, but instead, this was just supposed to be a different artist interpretation of Char's regular Galgug. Uh, and that's true of basically every mobile suit model that appears in 0080. They just all have their own model numbers now because they don't look like they originally looked. Um, mm-hmm. I got this for $45 shipped, which, if anybody knows, Robot Damashi pricing is a very good deal. Yeah. Uh, it's open but complete, and I'm pretty happy with this. And it's not supposed to go with the uh, perfect Gundam that I got cheap off of Amazon a little while back, but it'll do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it'll certainly do a little bit better than the uh, uh, Robot Damashi Perfect Zeong, which is a premium Bandai exclusive, and I think cost almost $200. So I'm probably not getting that. Not unless it turns up on Amazon for 40 bucks. I'm not holding my breath. No, me either. It's a shame, too, because I've always wanted a perfect Zeong. Yeah. Uh, and then yesterday when I was out getting slag, um, the uh, new wave of G-Frame figures was out at a couple of the targets I went to. Uh, I'm getting two of those from Rob Spares whenever he gets his case in. But I picked up the one that I wasn't getting from him, uh, which is the Earth Federation Colors Zaku 2 F2. 
Um, which again, this is from Gundam 0083, Stardust Memory. Uh, and I don't think at the time was intended to be a different model of Zaku. It was just an updated interpretation of what a Zaku looks like, but then retroactively it became a new model of mobile suit. So pretty much uh, the Zaku F2 and a bunch of the other, and the, uh, a bunch of the other mobile suits from 0083, like the uh, Jim Kai were originally designed for uh, Hajime Katoki sequel to Gundam Sentinel, which was set in UC 0079. Uh, as opposed to somewhere around Zeta Gundam, which is where the original Sentinel uh, happened. And that project got scrapped, but they just recycled all of the designs from that into into 0083. That explains why there's a bunch of weird one-off designs in especially the first couple episodes of 83. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so having all these things be their own discrete model numbers and everything certainly makes marketing model kits easier. So I, you know, can't blame them for going this route with it. It's just, it kind of ridiculous when you look at it from the outside larger view of there's 7,500 different mobile suit designs that all got developed in the space of six months in story. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Only a slight exaggeration. Um, but yeah, so I've got now the uh, the Super Gundam that I got from Amazon Japan on Rob's recommendation. Uh, the prototype Gundam that I got a few weeks ago when I was looking for slag the last time and didn't find it. Now I have this. And then Rob's got the uh, Xeon Colors Zaku F2, or will have that for me, and the Buster Gundam. And I'm sure I'll end up with some more of these as the line progresses because I, you know certainly need something else to start buying don't i yeah i i also have a uh i also have a uh i think it's a narrative gundam and a standard zaku 2 set aside for you from the last case of these i bought oh okay so i'm gonna have even more of them as it turns out (laughs) (sighs) and yeah one of one of the big appeals to this for me is that the the smaller figures are more or less in scale with the old ms and action line that uh, chris and i absolutely adored and so yeah, that's it's just being able to get more things that more or less fit in with those after the line's been defunct for like fifteen years. That is a really nice thing. And the Super Gundam was like a perfect gateway purchase for me because um, they were going to bring Zeta Gundam over and dub it and put it on Cartoon Network like they did with Gundam Wing, uh, and then somebody decided, no, we're not going to air that after all. So Bandai had developed a bunch of prototypes for Mobile Suits in Action. Uh, in 2001-2002 for Zeta Gundam and it all had to be cancelled because the show wasn't going to be aired anymore and one of those things was a deluxe and vehicle set of the Super the Gundam Mark II and G-Defensor Super Gundam uh, and like ever since I learned that was a thing and got cancelled and then they never revisited it in Mobile Suits in Action in Japan or even the extended line I wanted a Super Gundam in this scale forever. So like that was the perfect thing to get me into this. And now it's just kind of snowballing from there. So Mm -hmm. sigh, deep, Mm. deep sigh. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) uh, Brian, you can start paying attention again because I'm done now. Okay. Anybody else have anything? (laughs) I got a couple of things. Mind if I go down? I'll be short. Um, I got, uh, I got uh, Paleotrex and Wingfinger and they're they're both fairly decent. Um, when you open them both at the same time, Wingfinger does not seem as sparse as it probably does on its own. Like when when you have both of those side by side, the 
you know, the parts count, the, the dimensions of them, they seem a little bit more reasonable. It's just that wing fingers robot mode really needed reconsidered. It is not, <laughs> it is not very good looking at all. And I'm also trying to figure out why it seems to have a second uh, robot head what it, uh, built into the back of the uh, pterosaur skull, I think. I'm not yeah, so sure I think about the in- that. I think the intent of that is like a quote-unquote Easter egg feature for fossilizer combiners. Okay. Oh. Okay, cool. That makes sense. But... Yeah, but yeah, they're they're both uh, they're both nice figures, and I'm gonna have to uh, dig out the third one whose name escapes me uh, at the moment that I got a little bit back a while back. Ractonite, yes, I got I had that for a while. So yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to mess with those a little bit, but I I did at least finally get them, so I'm happy with that. I think I think that is actually everything I've gotten this week. Cool, Don. Uh, not a lot because as I was checking a while ago, my order that I've been waiting for two and a half weeks from China is arrived in Greensboro for delivery tomorrow. Nice. Yeah. So that'll be, that'll be a next week topic. Uh, this week, big shout out to my friend icon 45 on Twitter. He said that GameStop had some things. I was kind of on the fence on in stock. I had a $10 gift card when I renewed my power rewards thing. So I basically got Scorpionock for half price. And I, I mean, I, like I, I see some, I, I see some issues with him. I've so I watched your videos, but he looks pretty good. I like the way uh, everything kind of fits together. It's beast mode, but everything isn't quite hanging out like you know you could have had with this figure. So that looks pretty good. And but that also gave him some shortcomings. Yeah, yeah, he's a little short, but that that's okay. I'm not gonna worry about that. Even and like half I'll, price is about right for that. Yeah, and then. Uh, I decided to go ahead and get Transmutate. Uh, I've been on the fence with her. Oh, where'd you get it from? Uh, GameStop. Uh, again, basically, I, I paid regular price for game for uh, Transmutate, and I got basically the Scorpionock for half off. That's the way I'm distributing the money. Um, I, I was on the fence about her. I decided there's not that many Transmutate figures, and I can kind of see this being what she would have been in the show had the pod not malfunctioned. So... I can work with that. You know, I can live with that. <laughs> but um, that's really it. Everything I've got is in route or pending. Because um, my, my Amazon order shipped two months early with no notification. So I'll, I should have that tomorrow as well. Yeah, Transmutates actually come in stock a few places um, I've seen so far. Uh, GameStop among them. A couple of the uh, out-of-the-way shops that I uh, keep an eye on for certain things like that but i haven't felt enough of a priority with transmutate to like switch my pre-order off of big bed toy store onto one of those other places yeah same <laughs> and hasbro pulse you know they'll, they'll get that like october what, or so yeah three months yeah um i did get one more thing that i forgot about that don might be interested in um because i know he's been getting these uh it is the Legend scale, the MFT uh, mechanic studio Blitzwing. That's in my box tomorrow. Yeah. 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 He, <laughs> I like him. I haven't transformed him, but from what I can see from robot mode and just messing, like fiddling around with him, I like him a lot. And then he also comes with everyone seems to do this the animated uh, head. Hmm. Which really doesn't work with that figure's yeah. style and body. It, it, it's like if you if you needed to fill it out, you know, 
give us some missiles that you could, you know, add on missiles or something. How is the hand feel of that versus poison? Because or how is the scale with those two? Because that's how, that's how I'm thinking about the oh, display. Fine. Yeah. Which um, one is poison? Your lips. They're venomous poison. Besides that, though. Okay. It's it's, it's their octane. Okay. Which is which is a really nice for uh, you know usually you can usually triple changers have a problem with one mode or two modes is going to have some shortcomings because of being a triple changer, but in the legend class scale it actually winds up being not quite as bad as you would think. Okay, this has been great though. I've been looking at Yahoo Japan for like the last twenty <laughs> minutes. <sighs> But Brian, anything, you said you were done with stupid purchases for the year. Yeah, hey, I'm not doing stupid purchases. I'm looking. I'm being strategic. <laughs> cool. Uh, Don, anything else? Matt. Uh, yeah, just a couple things. I also got the in, incredibly bare bones um, modular Why Iron did Man. I pre-order that. I don't know. Huh? <laughs> well, I mean, drop it. It's. It, I'll it, have it like in two days. It's beautiful. I, yeah. I like I like the gold on the red. Uh, I would also go with the ye- uh, yellow red. Yeah, I, will, I will rebuy though. that when they redo it in yellow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he just comes with two blast effects and two hands. Like there's not much to him, but it it's a beautifully sculpted figure. It's mm-hmm. really nice. Um, along with him, I also got the stealth Iron Man, who in the same wave comes with the two blast effects two hands, a Build-A-Figure part, and a Tony Stark head. From, yeah. from <sighs> this, from the size of your screen, it kind of looks like Captain Adam to me. Yeah. Oh, I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and as a pack-in bonus, when I took him out of the package, he was covered in mold release. Oh, awesome. Ah. So, yeah, th- there's still some in, in crevices, like around his arms and shoulders, there's still a fine white powder. Uh I mean, I can I can't barely tell the difference between that and the guardsman armor, the way it looks. Well, the just, guardsman armor is green. Well, I mean, I mean, as far as <laughs> the a build, head. I mean, as far as the build, and not an arc reactor on the chest. That oh, one, other, definitely other than the that, that I did dark a head on. Yeah, um, I also got Dark Star, but uh, sh- I'm not going to get her down because she's on a flight stand right now. She's up there with uh, Red Guardian and Crimson Dynamo. Uh, so they come with they're the Ursa Major wave. So I have I got the build a figure parts from those three. Picked up a couple more on eBay. Um, so I have uh, two thirds of an Ursa Major now. So he he will go with Dark Star and Crimson Dynamo and Red Guardian. Hey, who is Ursa Major uh, again? The world's drunkest bear. <laughs> Alpha Flight. Uh, Winter Guard. Winter Guard. Okay. All right. Sorry. Close enough. Yeah. Yeah. He's a, he's a big mute, big mutant bear man. <laughs> So, um, uh, I still need the arms and they come with Ultron who I pre-ordered along with these figures, but did not, d- it did not get fulfilled. These came from pulse. Why didn't so, it get fulfilled? Big, probably because it's Ultron and everybody ordered that one and everything else I was got Iron the Man's. Issue with your order. It's been canceled. I didn't get that. So, but yeah, everything else in that wave is dark star, which pretty obscure, uh, vault guardsman pretty obscure and iron men so yeah ultron was definitely the one that was going to sell out because it's classic you know kirby uh, i got yeah. all of them for the build a figure parts because you know i can't yeah there were 
There were so many I could justify. That's when they get me, when there's so many I can justify that I want. Yeah. I, I still have Ultron on pre-order, so there's an arm, and the other arm comes with the Vault Guardsman. I'm not sure if I want him or not. Like That's something I could technically put with a U.S. agent whenever they make a proper one, but I don't know if I need that. I might just eBay that arm. So mm. Cool. But uh, yeah, just, just those three is... Uh, that's it for me for the week. John? Hearing about what that stealth Iron Man comes with just makes me mad. Uh, nothing for That's me why I mentioned actually. it. Okay. Okay, well, I got two things. So <laughs> I've been going through the process of getting um, Mitten Box or Mitten Sold Box Optimus Primes and filling in gaps of ones I don't have for I don't know why. Uh, but I didn't have uh, Robots in the Skies 2001 Optimus, so... Uh, it's, my least fa- it's my least optimist. favorite Optimus Prime design probably ever, but you know it is technically an Optimus Prime. I, I think you meant I think you meant everyone's least favorite. Everyone's Prime. least favorite, yeah. So I hate you both <laughs> so much. That's what I, I have one too. Flames. I have one too. That was one of my TFCon purchases last time. Yeah. So this is one. You know, here's how much I don't care for that toy. And I, like I see I, people sharing like, like there's like a lot of like car robots love on Twitter right now, and I'm like I don't get it. But um, I that was what I think I gave to Goodwill years ago, like when I was doing a purge. And I, I, I agree with most of the car robot stuff, but I actually do like that fire convoy. Yeah. Prime. Um, I mean, you know, I don't know, but I, I have it now. Um, I had the uh, I have the had the yellow one. The yellow one does look really nice. But yeah, that one I didn't have. So anymore, I gave it away. So now I have it. One other thing. Just one other thing. I saw this on Twitter, I think. It, this one's off topic, technically. Uh, I don't really have a lot of sealed G.I. Joe stuff, classic G.I. Joe stuff. And I didn't have any, as far as I know, G.I. Joe stuff from Takara. But now I have one item. It's the Cobra Ferret. Ooh. Oh, that is and yeah, that's a, that's a gorgeous I artwork. I love the art. Like I love the art with uh, Storm Shadow and Firefly, two of my favorites. Firefly is pretty much my favorite J.J. character. And just the way it looks on the box, uh, it has a different background that runs across the whole uh the whole box itself. It just is gorgeous. And I saw it and I had to have it. So, but Brian, yes. You do have one in Tiger Force flavor. Oh, geez. <laughs> let, me, let me check eBay real quick. <laughs> Matt, on. you should be ashamed. Congratulations. No, oh. he should be thrilled with it. Uh, yes, I have no shame. Thank you very much. Tiger Force <laughs> typing. I believe it's Ferret. the Tiger Paw. Tiger Paw. Uh, that's wonderful. Uh, Ooh. I, be honest, I picked uh, that up in Joe Lana, and that just made it worth the purchase. <laughs> you know, as much as y'all like Tiger Force, I love the Python Patrol stuff. I think a little bit more in general, and not enough to buy I it. Like but it. it's I like, like why, I like why not both, Don? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean that uh, the Tiger Force stuff really is not what you would call stealthy. I'm sorry. I mean, <laughs> there's, there's very there's very few instances in which that would be considered. It's like G2 Bruticus. Well, other than inside of a twister factory. As, a, where would as that, opposed to the giant plane that's painted like a python. Yes, very well, stealthy. Well, well, that's, 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 well, that's, well, that's psychological warfare. And, and it's hmm. also, you know, radar reflective special space age coding. 
God, here's a complete one for $75. I don't need to spend that much money on that. Oh, I think you do. Oh, God, it's nice, too. I'll add it to my watch list. Hopefully, what I've started doing is adding things to my watch list and just waiting for somebody to send me a, you know, a discount, which is or how I'll have something. waiting for eBay's algorithm to automatically send you a discount without the seller's consent. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have something coming here in a week or two that awesomely was uh, worked out that way. But, oh, man, I should just, I think the next thing I should do is just a complete run of Tiger Force stuff. I agree with you. You should totally do that. Yeah. <laughs> that's my next white whale. I just have to document it. Okay. I, th I think that's a pro project for this weekend is to, to create like searches for that. Okay. That's it. Um, that's it for me. So let me thank our patrons at the touch tier, patreon.com slash TF radio. I want to thank all our patrons, but we do, we're obligated to thank our patrons at the touch tier. You can uh, find this list at tfradio.net slash credits. And I'm trying to pull it up right now as I delay. Um, but patrons at this tier uh, get all sorts of awesome benefits like being mentioned on this. And you also get to be on our History on the Fives podcast. It's great. I want to thank your patrons. Kevin Dorsey, Ryan Bona, Cheesy Patty, Emmett Stresovich, Rabbits, Hector Bones, Jonathan James, Nathan Sampy, Ness, Joey Russell, Jason Hiley, Mike Mallory, Jason W. Rye, Sean Hamilton, Jacob Owen Lutzia, Sean Bratton, Spider Bob, Mighty Orbots, Black and White, Now in Color, Nate Wilson, and Sabertron Toys. So again, these folks uh, are all eligible to be on our History on the Fives podcast. And funny enough, so we've built a nice little community around that podcast. And... Um, so Sean Bratton is a DJ uh, in Indiana, and he actually had on his uh, radio show, he actually had Sean Hamilton on there last week. So that's just kind of cute how that worked out. I like that. I thought that was awesome. So, Sean, I still haven't heard the clip that was on, on the air. So if you can send it my way, I'd love to hear that. So. So, um, special additional shout out and congratulations to Ness, who uh, just had his second child induced. Yesterday. Oh my gosh, oh, I missed that. Congrats. How did I miss that? Wait, wasn't his wife induced and then he had his second child? Uh, yeah, details, details. <laughs> <laughs> congratulations. Yeah, that's awesome. Definitely congratulations. And also, if we record for, you know, like two more hours, it'll birthday. be my birthday. Yeah. So, happy birthday. Happy we have birthday. to record for two more hours. No, 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 no. we don't. <laughs> no, no, we don't do that. I'm sorry. You will not have me for two more hours. <laughs> oh, action figure expert in the YouTube channel, which I'm actually looking at, said, good luck on the UK Tiger Force figures. That's <sighs> a good point. Uh, well, it could be worse, Brian. It could be going after the Action Force Red Shadow stuff. Uh, I mean, that pop, I mean, that stuff pops up. It's just really expensive. Yeah, because uh, my friend, my friend Fred on Twitter at Files Fred, he's been looking for a uh, the skull thing. Um, oh my God, four hundred dollars for hit and run. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, there Tunnel were rat. there was also some uh, GI Joe Collectors Club exclusive Tiger Force stuff, that. I believe. That's twenty fifth anniversary stuff. <laughs> uh, no, I mean I think before the twenty fifth anniversary rolled around, like early two thousands, I believe they did some. Uh, <laughs> there's a 
Oh dear God! Okay, maybe this is not. This is the gift that keeps on giving. I think also South American set, maybe. Oh, oh I think God. you're. I think you're right. I think I've heard of that. Oh no! Okay, maybe not. <laughs> okay. Uh, hey, you can find us. You, on, see, you see why I'm encouraging this? Yeah, yes, you can find yes. us on Twitter at TF Radio, <laughs> on Facebook at Facebook.com/slash TF Radio, or on YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, please. Please. Uh, you can find basically everything at tfradio.net. Rob Springer is back home from the hospital, so we're sending positive vibes Rob was, Rob's way. Hooray! So, get feeling better, sir. Take care of yourself. Uh, he can be found at zonebase.org and at RoboRobSpringer on Twitter. I'm on Twitter at bkilby, and uh, my website and stuff is at briankilby.com. So, uh, John, how do people get a hold of you? Uh, that John D. Everywhere. Awesome. Don. Uh, I've been found on Twitter at HMRC, the number four, EVR. Diecast. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Diecast2. Uh, you can like my Facebook page at Reviews by Diecast. You can see all my reviews at tfradio.net slash reviews. And if you want to do something nice for me, tfradio.net slash Diecast list. Sweet. Uh, Rob. Uh, I'm on Twitter at uh, Rob Flails and figure viewers. Rob Flails is uh, the Twitter for Flailthroughs, my YouTube channel. Uh, still doing Gundam Battle Operation 2, which is just about to hit its third anniversary and add a bunch of hopefully neat stuff that we're going to find about some find out about sometime between uh, the, uh, this week and next. Also playing uh, G Generation Genesis, uh, which uh, Chris gave me for uh, my birthday and is a lot of fun. And uh, it's backfired yeah. on me because now I want a copy of it too. <laughs> TFRadio.net slash Chris list. I believe it is on his <laughs> wish list. So go check that out. Um, and uh, if you want to see my uh, wish list, it is at TFRadio.net slash Claylist. Did you plug your Patreon? Oh, patreon.com slash flailthroughs. If you like what I do at uh, YouTube, you can request specific mobile suits in Gundam Battle Operation 2, or like I said, I guess G-Generation as well, because it has a lot of them. Sweet. Chris. Um, so yes, Amazon wishlist at tfradio.net slash chrislist. Thank you, Rob, for uh, plugging that for me. Uh, sure. You can follow me on Twitter personally at chrisrtxv. I tweet about things, I guess, toy-related things. Um <laughs> You know, I spent some time today talking about why Pudgy Pig is $58 in, you know, my assessment of it. Um, for toy photography things, you can follow at Play With Photos. Uh, that's where just random photos I take end up. And eventually that kind of stuff will get collected maybe in galleries and things like that on playwithphotography.com. Uh, there's, of course, an archive of stuff there that I've done previously. Uh, so definitely worth checking that out. You can see how my style has changed like every other week for the last three or four years. Um, if you want to support the work I'm doing, I have a Patreon at patreon.com slash play with photos. Uh, you can help me to pay for the photography hobby and keep doing all this kind of stuff for as little as $2 per month. I think that's everything. Sweet. Okay. So uh, reminder, if you haven't already listened to our uh, reviews of those uh, shows, Masters of the Universe uh, Revelations in Transformers War for Cybertron Kingdom. Uh, those are in the feed right now. Check them out. We will see you next week. This has been Radio Free Cybertron. Visit us at tfradio.net for show notes and to subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on Twitter at TF Radio for news and updates. 
Watch our live stream at tfradio.net slash live. Join our Facebook fan page at facebook.com slash tfradio. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, TF Radio Network. Have a question or comment? Leave it on our Facebook fan page or mail it to contact at tfradio.net. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons license. Any part of this podcast can and should be redistributed, but please, proper attribution is required if you know what's good for you. Transformers, it's better than crack.